Oh my gosh, you guys. Long time no see. Welcome back to Get Mel Soon. I know it's been months. I have been living, or trying to at least. I have been healing. So much has been going on. Um, I have a ton of life updates that I'd like to share with you guys. Cute little life updates and just some things about me. Um, so let's just get right into it. I have been gone for so long. I haven't recorded in a while just because I moved. I moved to student housing and I've been starting school. So I'm in beauty school now. It's the Skin Science Institute. It's way fun. We've learned nails and spray tans so far and eyelash extensions, but I don't want to talk about eyelash extensions. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I, I'm failing that portion of school, but it's been fun. I love beauty school. It's my dream and it's been so fun. So that's a little life update. I started school in February and I think the last time I recorded was the beginning of February. So it's been a while, you guys. I, I missed you all. Um, and when I say that, I mean I missed hearing myself talk because that, that's what this is, isn't it? Um, anyways, so another little life update. Um, those of you who listen to my podcast probably already know this, but I am divorced. It is legal. It is official. I am now legally Melinda Farrell once again. So happy about it. So happy to be a feral. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Um, I'm not going to say anything negative, okay? I'm not going to say anything negative. Sorry. I was about to, but I stopped myself. So we love improvement. We love progress. Um, so the hard part about being divorced for me is mainly just the label that's on my back now because I live in Orem, Utah. And for those of you who know the area, people are kind of judgmental. Um, it's not fun. And so I kind of just keep to myself about being divorced, but, and I, and I, like, I have to, like, if I don't keep to myself, like, people will judge me, um, and hearing people's judgments is just something I cannot mentally handle, so I've kind of been keeping it to myself, but it has been hard having a divorce label on my back, um, the hard thing about it is that, like, when people judge me, like, the thing that bothers me the most is that they're judging me literally not knowing anything about my situation um and so that's the hardest part it's like okay like yeah I'm divorced like people people can think what they want but they don't know anything about what went down they don't know anything about me um and I don't owe them that I don't owe anyone anything period so that's that little update it's finally legal the judge approved things what if the judge just like didn't approve my divorce (laughs) what would I do I don't know what I would do. Um, that would be bad. So glad the judge approved it, though. Thank you, Judge. I think his name was Judge Brady. Thank you, Judge Brady. You're an icon. Love you. Anyways, um, what's my next life update? Let's see. I am skating a lot. I've been skating a lot lately. Um, it's a good way to cope. It's a good way to heal. Skating is a type of therapy for me. Um, and I've been accomplishing a lot of new skate goals. I just learned how to do handstands. I've only done one successfully, but hey, we're counting it. Um, I've been doing some flips at Woodward. Actually, I haven't been to Woodward in a while, but um, I'm really close to landing a front flip, so that's fun. Haven't attempt one at a real outdoor skate park yet, but I would love to try. I've been doing better grinds, grinding on the coping, stuff like that. I 180'd the uh, spine and the pyramid. If you don't skate, you probably don't know what any of this means, but it's a pretty big deal, okay? So 
be proud of me because I'm proud of myself. Um, also, um, I gained like 13,000 followers on my skate account. So that's insane. Um, I guess I'm an influencer now. Um, this life chose me. Okay. I didn't choose it. It chose me. I'm an influencer now. That's just where we're at. Next update. I don't know why I even wrote this down, but I guess it's like monumental enough that I need to share it as a life update. Um, I'm obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift now. Um, that's embarrassing to say because I am so late <laughs> to this. Everyone loved Olivia Rod- Rodrigo like a year ago. And I was like, uh, I don't like Olivia Rodrigo because it's all about, um, breakups and like being sad about getting your heart broken. And my heart isn't broken because I'm in a happy marriage. Funny how I was lying. Anyways, now I love Olivia. Uh, I can't say her name. Olivia Rodrigo. I love her and I'm obsessed with her music. Also Taylor Swift. Some of Taylor Swift's songs, like most of them are freaking sad, but like I love sad music. I don't know what it is, but like sad music makes me happy. Does anyone else feel that way? Like my sad playlist like makes me feel so good. Whereas for other people, like a sad playlist is what they play to like let themselves cry. Like I don't cry. I'm like jamming when I listen to my sad playlist. So lately that's been Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift, my sad playlist. And I've just been jamming to it and loving it. So that's a life update, I guess. Another life update is that I journal a ton now. I bought a journal and I write in it a ton. Um, I love it. It is so great. I've always loved journaling, but I kind of, you know, I fall out of the habit, but I got back into it and I love it. Highly recommend. It is so healing. I've been doing like self-discovery journal prompts and stuff like that. It's so fun. Um, Just like diving into my trauma and like journaling about that and journaling about my day even is just like, it's so fun. I love it. I highly recommend. Um, And let's see, the last update is the biggest update of them all. Um, my mental health is improving, you guys. Isn't that amazing? It has been improving in so many ways, and I'm just really proud of myself for that. I have just been handling situations better. I've just been, you know, noticing the toxic things I do and just, like, putting a stop to them and just, like, trying to be a better person. And mentally, like, I, I haven't really struggled with depression or anxiety as much as I have in the past. Like, yeah, I still have my days, but... I've been doing a lot better, um, and I think that's worth celebrating. So that's my last update. Um, For those of you who listen to the podcast, I always start off with highs and lows. And since I had to do my life updates first, now we will get into the highs and lows. So my high of the week is that I'm getting a fat tax return soon. I don't know when, maybe in a few more weeks, Um, but I'm getting a fat tax return. And I am so excited because I have been living check to check lately. Uh, I probably shouldn't share that. That's kind of embarrassing. But it's the truth. I'm an open and honest person, okay? I'll be honest. Money has been a struggle for me lately. I've been going to school a ton and not working a ton. And so I haven't really been making a ton of money. But I'm getting a fat tax return, you guys. Like, it is a thick, fat one. Fat enough that I can put a ton into savings and have some extra for fun money. And you know what I'm going to do with that fun money? I'm going to buy a new skate setup. And I'm so excited because my moxies 
are falling apart and like literally actually falling apart and i've always dreamt of having moxie jack boots the green apple ones they're so cute um sorry i almost burped into the microphone so i had to swallow my burp and it really hurt it was really uncomfortable (laughs) sorry you guys um anyways fat tax return so excited i'm getting a new skate set up with the extra money that i'll have left over and i'll also have money in my savings to you know pay rent and all that fun stuff that keeps me alive so the low of my week is (laughs) why did i choose this as my low Okay, my low is that I ate a veggie tray a couple days ago. You guys, it ruined me. It absolutely ruined me. I just decided to buy a veggie tray at Target on my break. I ate the whole thing, okay? It was yummy, broccoli, carrots, tomatoes, and celery. I ate the whole thing. And it it wasn't like a huge veggie tray. It was like one of those half-size veggie trays, so... Like, I didn't, I didn't think that much of it. I'm like, oh, this is a cute little snack, you know? I ate the whole thing. It was so delicious. Um, on the way home from work that day, I thought I was going to die. And I don't want to, you know, be TMI, but literally I was about to poop my pants, okay? And it was so severe, and it came on so strong, I had to skirt off the road, pull over, and run into Maverick and blow up the toilet. I had to. I, like, it was coming out. I, there was nothing I could do. Okay? Anyway, so this happened, and ever since then, my stomach has just hurt so bad. And, well, my stomach always hurts, and I'm always nauseous. It's just, like, kind of one of my personality traits. Um, but, yeah, this veggie tray ruined me. So that's one of my lows, because I love veggies. Veggies are so cute and delicious, and I wish I could eat them, but it destroyed me. It took years off my life and years off whoever works at Maverick and had to clean the bathroom. (laughs) Anyways, those are my highs and lows. Sorry, I just like screamed into the microphone. Um, Okay, the next portion of the pod, we do mental health fun facts. And you guys, I'm so excited for these fun facts. The topic of today's episode is crying. Like, where's your favorite place to cry? Why is crying healthy? Like, how do you cry? Why do you cry? How do you process your emotions besides crying? Stuff like that. Um, Because I'll be honest, I got my heart very gently and kindly ripped out of my body and torn to shreds a week ago. And I've cried every single day since. Every single day. I think it's been seven days. Today, I haven't cried yet. So hopefully today is the day I stop crying every single day since that breakup. But um, yeah, it's been pretty brutal. Um, anyway, so the topic today is about crying. And so I have some really cool crying fun facts. I'm so excited to share them. You guys, these facts will blow your mind. Okay, they, they, blew, they blew my mind away. So I am so excited to share them. Okay, first fact. Our bodies make 15 to 30 gallons of tears each year. Isn't that crazy? 30 gallons each year. That's like, that's like a lot, you know? Um, that's just how much our bodies make. I don't think that's how much like we release and actually cry. 
But, like, my question is, if our bodies make, like, 30 gallons of tears each year and, like, we don't, you know, cry 30 gallons of our tears, where do the tears go? Do we, like, pee them out? Probably. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm an esthetician. There's a difference. Anyways, okay. Next fact is studies show that there are, there's good crying and there's bad crying. So good cries and bad cries. So people who suppress their crying or feel shame as they cry reported that they did not feel as good afterward, like after crying. And so they scientifically, they scientifically call that a bad cry or bad crying because it just doesn't feel good. It's not a release and it just doesn't feel good. It just makes you feel worse. So they call that a bad cry. And a good cry is often called cathartic. Um, don't know what that word means, but I think, no, I'm not going to guess. So it's a release of pent up emotions and tensions. So that's good crying. It's when you're releasing your emotions and it just like feels good because you're kind of releasing that negative energy and it's cathartic, whatever that means. I don't know. Okay. I dropped out of college. (laughs) I'm in beauty school, so I'm a failure in life. Anyways. Oh my gosh, stop. Stop being so mean to yourself. Sorry. I am in beauty school and I'm going to be a successful MILF one day. Okay. Manifesting it. I'm not going to be mean to myself. Okay. Moving on. Anyways, I find this interesting that there's good and bad kinds of crying because, you know, sometimes crying feels good and other times it really doesn't. And it's scientifically proven that, you know, there are good cries and bad cries. So if you cry and it feels good, you're like, oh, that was a good cry. And if you cry and you feel worse, oh, that was a bad cry. You didn't release your emotions properly. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, next fact. This one is the one that actually blew me away. So the fact is when a woman cries, it lasts on average for six minutes. (laughs) I don't believe that for one second. Um, But a man's crying session, on the other hand, only lasts four minutes. So there's a two minute difference. Interesting. Interesting. How come women are crying for two extra minutes and men just have the hard cutoff at four minutes? How come? Why is that? Why is that? Men, do you want to explain? Um, The next fact is that 6% of cases of man's crying will become sobbing. Okay? Listen to this. 6% of men who start crying will start sobbing from that crying. Okay? That's 6%. Whereas women, okay, (laughs) women who cry... 65% of them will start sobbing from their crying session. Okay? What? Sorry. Sorry. What? 6% of men just cry for four minutes and then they're done. And then you mean to tell me that women on average cry for six minutes and then 65% of those women start sobbing from crying? Who? Who? Okay, woman, we have been through enough. Like, this is the scientific data. This is the proof. We have been through enough. We, 65% of us start sobbing from a six-minute crying session. 
okay? Please, give us equal rights, please, because there is scientific, factual evidence behind this. We cry more than men. We are emotionally damaged. Please give us equal rights, okay? This is your proof that we need equal rights. Okay, anyways. I'm a feminist, by the way. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about it. Actually, I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. Okay, next fact. Women who live in Western societies... Oh, this one's crazy, you guys. This one's crazy. Women who live in Western societies where they have equality and greater freedom cry far more than women who live in regulated and traditional cultural... Oh, wait. Whose lives are regulated by traditional cultural norms. Interesting. So people who are, like, free and, like have better equality um cry more than those who like literally don't have any rights i think that's so interesting um why is that why is that that's so crazy um maybe it's just because like no i'm not gonna say that okay moving on to the next fact (laughs) um this one I actually hate. Okay. The scent of women's tears can reduce sexual arousal in men. Um, sorry, but you're telling me if I cry that my man will be less aroused (laughs) by me? You mean to tell me (laughs) that if I have a hot girl cry then my man, like, isn't going to be turned on by me. That's kind of rude. That's rude of him. What? That's not nice, okay? If I'm crying, I want my man to be like, oh, you're just so sexy when you cry, you know? Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask? I feel like that's not too much to ask. Okay, next fact. People who suffer from certain forms of clinical depression no longer experience the urge to cry due to a deep-seated belief that nothing can alleviate their suffering crazy and I kind of I kind of understand this I kind of get this because when I've been super depressed before like super depressed I don't cry as often because you're just in so much pain that you're like what's crying gonna do you know nothing kind of crazy I thought that was a really cool fact okay this is the seventh and the last fact scientists have been able to prove okay this one's just freaking weird I don't know why I wrote this one down Um, scientists have been able to prove that crocodiles really do sometimes shed tears when they are eating, although no one is sure why. The phrase crocodile tears means that a person is faking their sadness. It comes from a tale about crocodiles who killed a group of men and then cried while feasting on them. What? What? Okay, first of all, why do crocodiles cry when they're eating? I mean, same But, like, you're a crocodile. Like, what do you have to cry about, you know? Like, get over it. Um, And, like, crocodile tears means someone's faking their sadness. Interesting. Interesting. And crocodiles, crocodiles cry when they eat. Like, I can relate, but, like, why do they do it, you know? Like, I know why I cry when I eat, but, like, why are crocodiles crying when they eat? Like, literally, what do they have to worry about, you know? Anyways, like, they don't have mirrors in the swamps they live in. Anyways. Um, okay. So those are all the fun facts. Now the portion of the podcast is, um, 
usually where I do a meditation. So here is where I usually do a guided meditation. I guide you through a meditation, deep breathing, all that fun stuff. I love meditation. It is so healthy. It's so awesome. So many good benefits. But I'm going to skip the meditation for today because I have so... Sorry. I just burped again and I had to swallow it um, because last time I burped on my podcast, my mom actually threatened to disown me. That's an exaggeration, but still. Um, Okay, so yeah, we're not doing a meditation today because I have a ton of responses for the questions that I asked on my Instagram. And they're all about crying and crying facts and cool stuff like that. So I just want to get right into it. Okay, so the first question is, where is your favorite place to cry? I'm just going to like, these responses, I'm just going to like read super fast. Okay, someone said my bed, my car. Um, car, bathroom, bed in my car, shower, bedroom floor, car, bed, car, bed, car, car, car. Someone said in the shower. Love that. I love crying in the shower. The tears just roll away with the hot water. Um, someone said in the kitchen because the cameras can't see me in their space. Wait, what? What cameras? Ma'am, are you okay? Okay, moving on. Um, someone said in college. <laughs> period queen um someone said my tub love that the apartment complex i live in doesn't have a tub unfortunately so the shower will have to do um someone said i love a good car cry alone at night love that stay safe though um behind a dumpster um are you okay uh someone said oh behind a dumpster dumpster or in a walk-in fridge or freezer Oh, so they're probably, like, crying at work. Love that for you. Couldn't be me. Have never shed a single tear at work. I'm lying. Um, Shower or in the mirror so I can laugh at how stupid I look. Honestly, I like that answer. Because I feel like crying in front of the mirror, I'd get, like, insecure about how dumb I look. But I feel like it would also be kind of funny. And this person said that they laugh at themselves. It's like, I don't know, like... It'd be kind of, like, healing, maybe, to, like, look at myself in the mirror as I'm crying and be like, oh, you dumb little idiot. Look at you crying, you silly little dumb idiot. Um, I feel like that'd be kind of fun. Um, when I cry, it's so weird, you guys. When I cry, I get a little red mustache above, above my lips. I don't know what it is, but every time I, like, cry, like, a good amount, I just get this little squiggly red line above my lips and underneath my nose. And it's just a little red crying mustache. I don't know what it is, you guys. But, like, I think that's why I like this this response. Because it's like, they laugh at how stupid they look. Next time I cry, I'm literally going to look in the mirror and look at my stupid little red mustache and just laugh. And I think that's, I think that's a good, a good way to make it a good cry and not a bad cry. Okay, someone said, under their bed. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? I am so sorry. What? You crawl under your bed? Okay. I feel like there's some trauma associated with that one. Um, Shower. um, In the school toilet. Okay. In the toilet? Are you okay? Um, The shower. On the floor. Oh, this one's an underrated one. On the floor. I think crying on the floor is a great one. Just like roll around and just writhe around like a little fetus 
just sobbing your guts out. Love that. I think that's super healing. Um, at home or in the car, my bed, my floor, my shower, my backyard. Oh, that's a new one. My backyard. I think that'd be awesome. I don't have a backyard. I live in a apartment complex. <laughs> um, but if I had a cute little garden or backyard, I feel like that would be a really good place to cry. Unless, like, I don't know, like, bugs, you know? Because, like, what if, like, a bee, like, just, like, flew up to you and, like, tried to suck your tears off your face? I don't think I'm about that. Um, someone said, OMG, I went to a graveyard today on a little walk with my dog and just started sobbing. So happy for you. I think that's great. I think, a, ooh, a graveyard would be an awesome place to cry. Um, yeah, that's a good place. Someone said their couch. Someone said the mountains. I love that. Someone said into a pillow. Um, I don't like crying into my pillow because, like, mascara, you know, all the mascara smears. and But it, it can be nice sometimes. There was this one time. Oh, man, it was in high school. I was so depressed. I just, like, started sobbing. And I cried for probably, like, five hours straight. And my my friend, like, took me home from school. And I went to her place. And I just cried on her pillow for, like, three hours. And it, I don't know what was going on with me. Like, was I okay? Anyways, that's that's what comes to mind when, when this person says crying into a pillow. Because I cried into her pillow and, like, got snot all over it. And super cute. Um... Someone said, in my car while scream singing. We love a good scream singing session. Totally underrated. Bathtub, closet, car. If you're crying in the closet, come out, my friend. Please, just step out. <laughs> we are here for you. Okay. Bathroom on my bicycle. Someone said on my bicycle. Bro, what? If I cried on my bicycle, I would literally be in a fatal, fatal accident if that happened. Because when I am crying while driving, I got to pull over or like I will die. Oh my gosh. Funny story. So when I was applying for my new license, um, (laughs) I marked on my license application that I have depression. Okay. Fast forward, I get pulled over one day and the cop is like, um, you're driving on a denied license. I'm like, oh, that's so silly because what? And he was like, yeah, your license is denied. I go to the DMV. I'm like, okay, why is my license denied? And they said, oh, it's because you marked that your depression um, affects your driving. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I I totally <laughs> thought that I was just supposed to mark that I have depression because I do. I did not know that the question was mark this if your depression inhibits or affects your driving. I was so embarrassed. It was so bad. And I had to like drive all over the place with my mom and go to all these places to get my license back to working and not being denied because I had marked that my depression affects my driving. And when I was, you know, fixing it at the courthouse or whatever, not the courthouse, the DMV or whatever, um, I was like, I mean, sometimes I cry so hard I need to pull over, but like, Other than that, like, my depression does not affect my driving. Anyways, it was this whole mess. Um, Okay, moving on. Someone said, in a stairwell, in the bathtub, in the closet, my car, my car, my shower, under the covers. I feel like if I cried under the covers, like, it would be, like, 
so humid. <laughs> like, I'd be in a straight up, like, in a rainforest if I was crying under the covers because of the humidity from my tears and my snot. Um, someone said, in my bed with the sad girl music up. Period, queen. Oh, looks looks like all the responses are the same from here on out. The shower, bed, my car. Yeah. Lots of car, bed, and shower. Um, okay. The next question is, how often do you cry? Here we go. Someone said daily. Someone said a lot. Someone said most days. Someone said at least three times a week. And someone said, by listening to songs that bring up bad memories. Um, someone said, literally anything. If I'm happy, I'm crying. If I'm sad, I'm crying. If I'm angry, I'm crying. And also yelling. Are you guys okay? Like, how can I, <laughs> how can I help? Because this is rough. Because, like, I've cried every day for the past, like, seven days. But it's, it's all been over the, the same stupid thing. Um, but, like, if y'all are just crying, like at everything and everything like three times a week too that's a lot um please let me know how I can help you because that's a lot and like if they're good cries then like I feel like that's great keep crying away but bad cries if you have a bad cry three times a week like that can like that can weigh on you I think so please reach out to me let me know how I can help you um someone said once a week Someone said every day, a few times a month. Someone said not enough TBH, maybe once a week, if that. I think I think this is a great answer. Saying that you don't cry enough, I think is a healthy way to step back and realize, okay, maybe, maybe crying can be a healthy, good thing that I need to do more often in my life. Um, someone said, um, it depends, but usually every other week. Someone said never really, and it was a male who said that, so that goes along with our scientific facts, I guess. Um, someone said I've never really cried before, but recently I've become quite depressed. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, someone said too much, once a month, once a year. Once a year? I'm sorry, what? They're like, is your life just like perfect? Like... I feel like that's not real. I'm sorry. That's not real. Five times a day, someone said. Wow. Five times a day. Do you just not wear makeup? Because I couldn't. My mascara would be all over the place. Um, someone said, these days, not as much. Maybe once every week or two. But I, I used to a few times a day. See, I think... With, with a lot of these responses, like, it also just depends on where they are at in life. Because some of these people may have answered, like, oh, yeah, I cry every single day. Or I cry multiple times a day or multiple times a week. But, you know, that was just at that point in their life, I think. I feel like, you know, we all have highs and lows. We all have... We're, you know, life is a roller coaster. And I feel like we are all just doing our best and we we kind of you know, go through ups and downs in life. It's kind of bipolar. Some days can, some months or weeks can be depression months or weeks. And then, you know, life gets a little bit better and then you don't cry as much. Um, but I also think that like not crying as much doesn't, it doesn't mean that your life is amazing. I kind of, I kind of want to like 
end that that um, idea because I think I, I hate the idea behind like I hate that people like it's the norm that like if you cry a lot like you're depressed or if you cry a ton like your life is hard and sucks because I think that crying can be a healthy thing and I think that it's not always bad and I also think that like if you don't cry at all it doesn't mean that you have an amazing life too some people just aren't criers and this was another fact that I found on Google. Some people are more prone to crying than others. So people who cry a lot, like it could, like in some cases it could mean like, wow, they're really struggling. Like they need help. Like they're super depressed. They need my help. But in other cases for some of these answers where they cry a ton, like maybe they're just more prone to crying than other people. And maybe they still have a great life, but they just cry a lot because that's just like how they are biologically. I don't know. That's kind of... That's kind of interesting to me. Like, there's a variety of different answers, and I feel like it depends on the person 100%. So, that's really cool. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah, someone said it used to be daily, but now it's down to weekly with a, with a thumbs up. So, it totally depends on where you're at in life, whether you, you know, are crying a lot in your life. Because it, it, it's so true, because, like, I hadn't cried for, like, a good week, (laughs) maybe a month, up until um, I got my heart broken, and then I cried every single day ever since I got broken up with. So that, yeah, I feel like it's very situational for me, and it may be that way for other people as well. Um, But I don't know if I'm more prone to crying than others. That would be fun to kind of investigate um okay moving on someone says it depends on the week i'm an an emotional hoe though so very often so yeah i think it depends on what's going on in our lives depends on the week someone said once a week every day three times a week five times a week one to three times a day and someone said okay i like this answer i want to talk about this answer someone said they cry one to three ish times a day And this is completely serious because they have borderline personality disorder. So for those of you who don't know, borderline personality disorder is also known as abandonment disorder. Um, It's it's a disorder that people struggle with when they have severe abandonment issues and they, they cling on to people and feel attached to people because they don't want people to leave their lives. Um... And sorry if I'm, like, butchering this definition, but this is just what I understand about it. Um, and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like a branch of bipolar, except it's, it's more, um, it's more rapid. So with bipolar, like, you can be depressed for, like, five months and then have mania for the next five months after, whereas people who have borderline, um, it's kind of like a daily roller coaster. Like they'll be super happy and they'll be super anxious and then they'll be super mad and then they'll be super sad. And this is all within like maybe a couple hours. Um, and it's different for everyone, obviously. But um, yeah, that can be really tough. So this person said they cry three times a day because they have bipolar, or not bipolar, borderline personality disorder. And that that's really really tough um I yeah I feel like it's also situational 
um, depending on where you're at in life. Um, but yeah, people who have disorders like this, like their emotions are just completely heightened. People who have borderline, actually, they experience emotions like 10 times stronger than the average person. So it makes sense that they would cry more often. Um, okay, moving on. Someone said almost every day, maybe every, someone said maybe every couple of years. Um, to me, that's like not enough, but some people are more prone to crying than others. Okay, moving on to the next question. This one is where we have some more like in-depth answers. So the question is, what is your opinion on crying? Okay. Someone said, it's great. Period. I agree. Someone said, sometimes you just have to let it all out. And it almost always works. It's true. Um, it just depends on if it's a good cry, I guess. But letting it out and like letting out those negative emotions, it feels so, so good. And it does most of the time make you feel better. The next response says, I love it. It's a little release. It often, it often feels bad, but better than bottling it up. And it also helps you sleep. I did not know this. I'm going to start crying every night before bed so I can get a good night's rest, period. Um, the next person said, release equals crying and good vibes, period. The next one says, just do it, baby. Crying is Gucci. <sighs> not going to lie, this response kind of gives me the ick, but I, I'll give you some mercy. Um, anyways, okay, moving on. Um, the next response says, wish I was one of those people that could control it better because I cannot, oh, I cannot not cry and it's annoying. Yeah, that's tough. See, some people are more prone to crying. Um, sometimes, okay, so for, for me in my life, like there have been periods of time where like my depression has been really bad and so I cry a ton, but there's been some meds that I've been on before for my mental health that have actually made it so that I could not feel emotion. And in those times, like, I couldn't cry. And it was awful, you guys. It sucked so bad because, like, there were times where I just wanted to cry, but I couldn't. And it was so frustrating because crying feels so good and can be such a release and can totally make you feel better. But, like, when I was on this medication, I couldn't do it. I had no emotion, my emotions were numb, and I couldn't cry, and I was beyond frustrated. It, it really sucked, and so for those of you who are saying, like, it's annoying AF that I, like, that I can't not cry, like, I think you should look at it in a different perspective and be grateful that you cry a lot, because if you weren't able to cry, like, oh, it would be bad. It feels awful. Crying is such a good release, and if you, like, don't have the ability to cry, then there's no way to not have it get bottled up inside of you, and you will go crazy, because that's how I felt when I was on that super um, emotionally numbing medication. I couldn't cry, and I went insane. It was really bad. Okay, the next response says, it is healing and calming, and I don't know what I would have done without it, period. So happy for you. I think it's a great thing. Next response says, it's healthy. Someone said, I love it. It feels very satisfying and cleansing. I think those descriptive words are perfect to describe crying. It's satisfying and it's cleansing. 
And that all depends, of course, if it's a good cry or a bad cry. Remember our facts that we did in the beginning? Um, you, you, can, you can rewind if you need, you need a little refresh. But I think if you have a good cry, it, these are the perfect words to describe it. It's satisfying and it is cleansing. I think that's a great way to describe it. Someone else said it's extremely cathartic. Heck yeah, it is. I totally know what that means. Yeah. Um, another person said that it's, it's uh, cathart. <laughs> I think they may have submitted without finishing the whole sentence. They said literally, they literally just typed cathart. Yeah, I feel that. Crying is definitely cathart, period. Okay. Next response says it's necessary. Totally, totally necessary. And I think, I think it's also necessary for any kind of situation. It doesn't matter if you are sad. It doesn't matter if you are angry. Even if you're just like happy and you just like see a sunset that just like hits different, like it is necessary to just like cry. Just let yourself cry. You know, I think it's totally necessary. Okay, someone said, <laughs> I love this response. Normalize uncontrollably sobbing in public. I totally agree with this. I think crying in general should be more normalized, but uncontrollably sobbing in public should be normalized. I believe this. I actually, quick little story, I went on a hike um, a few, maybe like a month ago, um, and I hiked the Y. For those of you who live in the Utah area, you know what the Y is. I hiked all the way to the top of the Y. I got to the top and I was just watching the sunset and then this guy hiked up to the top and he sat on the bench, like a couple benches down from me and he started sobbing. And first of all, I was like, uh, can I get your number? Because <laughs> guys who actually express emotion, like so attractive to me, guys who have emotions, guys who know how to cry and know how to be in tune with their emotions. I think it's so healthy. I think it's so attractive. But this guy was straight up just sobbing on top of the mountain with me. And like, I feel bad. Like, I feel like I should have like said something, but I also wanted him to have his moment. So I, did, so I didn't say anything to him. Um, but yeah, he was uncontrollably sobbing in public. And I think that's a good thing. I think that should be normalized. And I really hope that the cry that he was having was a good cry because he deserves it. And I think that men who cry, you're, you're doing great. Keep crying because you are super attractive men who have emotions super hot super attractive men who don't have emotions get out of my life you're a psychopath i don't want to see you or talk to you ever again okay next response says it's so natural to cry and i always feel judged when i cry in front of people this one is so tough i hate i hate that like if i'm in church or something or not even just in church if I'm just like hanging out with friends and like someone starts telling a, you know, a hard traumatic story and they start crying, like instantly the first thing they do is say, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm crying. They apologize every single time. And I'm like, why, why do we do that? Why are we apologizing for literally being human? Why are we apologizing for letting our emotions show? Like, that's just a basic part of life. That's a human, that's a normal human reaction. I don't think we should apologize for that. Um, and I hate that, like, people who do cry in front of people feel judged sometimes. Um, 
because there are people that judge people who cry and that needs to be put to an end because I think crying should be normalized and <laughs> sorry I just hiccuped I think it should be normalized and I think people should cry whenever they want and I think like, I hate that people have to apologize when when they cry I don't think you should have to apologize for literally just showing emotion especially if you're talking about something that's hard to talk about period Okay, next response says, I don't like it because it gives me a headache, but it is needed. Oh, the crying headaches. Oh, so tough. I usually only get a crying headache if I have been sobbing. Um, but if I'm just doing a normal light cry, I usually don't get too bad of a headache. But yeah, crying headaches, not fun. Just take a couple of Excedrin and you'll feel better. Um, next one says, just letting out your emotions is so necessary period. They said it, not me. Okay, next. They said, I love it. It makes me feel better. Um, annoying when it gets the best of my communication, though. Oh, okay. This is a good point. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm misinterpreting this, but I feel like, I feel like they mean, like, if you're crying when you're trying to tell someone something. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. One time, my evil roommates at BYU-Idaho were just being evil and I was just, like, I had to confront them. And I, like, went into the room to confront them. But I, like, I couldn't stop crying as I was trying to confront them. And it was, like, so hard because I was trying to, commu like, communicate to them, like, how much I hate them. But I couldn't because I was sobbing. You know what I mean? So maybe that's what this person means, but I don't know. Why did I tell that story? That's so embarrassing. They were awful, though, okay? They were awful roommates, okay? I think, I think my feelings are completely valid, period. Okay, next response is, crying is normal, and it is a necessity in my life. Period. It, it, it is normal. It should be normal. It should be normalized. Um, because I think some people view it as not normal. I had a guy once. Oh my gosh. I was talking to a guy once, and I was like opening up to him about something, which was my mistake. Okay. <laughs> you live and you learn. But I, I was opening up to him and I said, I might start crying. And then he said, oh, that's fine. I'll just get like really uncomfortable and not know how to handle it. He literally said that. And I'm like, sorry? Like, hate him for that. Anyways, things obviously didn't work out with him because he wasn't like woke. So you're done basically is what I said when he said that. Okay, next person said better out than in not quoting shrek on my podcast not me quoting shrek okay well better out than in. wait that is a shrek quote isn't it yeah it totally is um it's also just a normal phrase but of course i think of shrek when i read it next response says it feels great to let it out yes it does unless it's a bad cry then it feels awful Next response says, it's healthy and I wish I did it more. Same. I wish I had good cries more often because I feel like lately my my cries have been bad cries because I've kind of tried to suppress my crying and I've, um, I've kind of been, you know, shameful when I cry. Um, but, I, but I don't want it to be that way. I want to be able to cry about the same silly boy and have it be a good cry, okay? Let me just have a good cry for once about this silly boy. Okay, moving on. Someone said, it's cool. 
period. Okay, next person said it feels good and it's necessary. Someone said it's normal. Someone said it's healthy and it shows someone not running from their emotions. Okay, I am about to be a feminist. I think that the reason why men statistically don't cry as often as women is because I think it's because of toxic masculinity and I think it's because... I think it's because people are sexist when it comes to emotions. I think people have created this idea that like only women have emotion and only women can cry and that could not be further from the truth. Men have emotions too. Men have hard things they go through. Men can cry, okay? Let men cry. Hashtag let men cry. Um, Because I think that men tend to run from their emotions because they've kind of been conditioned and taught that like if they cry, they're weak. It's like, oh, man up, you know? No! I'm actually going to man down and have a good, solid, healthy cry. Period. I think men should cry more often. I think they should show their emotions more often. Um, and I don't think I don't think it's fair that like it's just the norm that women cry more often. I think that men should be able to express their emotions too. And crying is such a healthy way to do it. Um, next person said it shouldn't be frowned upon. Period. It shouldn't be frowned upon whether a man or a woman cries, whether it's in public or in private. I don't think it should ever be frowned upon. I don't think it should ever be apologized for. Next person said, it's a necessary part of my life. I just hate the way it affects the people around me. Hmm. I don't like this. I don't like this. If, if you crying is negatively affecting the people around you, then that's their problem. Like, I hate to say it, but that's their problem. And, and if it's affecting them, like, that's not something that you should feel bad for because that's a normal human emotion you're expressing. And if it's affecting the people in your life and you hate the way it's affecting them, then that's on them. Like, I hate to say it, but it's true. Um, next response says, it's a great release. Someone said, I love it. It's a stress reliever and cute puffy eyes in the morning. Oh, I love that. We love cute little puffy morning eyes after a good solid cry. Next person said, uh, IDK. Okay, (laughs) then figure it out. Just kidding. Someone said, come as you are. Crying feels great. Period. Come as you are. Someone said, it slaps. (laughs) Yes, it does. Uh, It either slaps you in the face or it slaps as in like, it's great. It's necessary. Let it out. It's cathartic. There's that word again. Love that word. Favorite word. Word of the year. Someone said it releases emotion, but it sucks, but it also feels good. And then someone said it's a way of letting out all your pain and sorrow that you're holding in. Period. Someone said it's healthy. It can really help you feel better. Someone said let it out in all caps. Someone said, I love that it's a great way to release emotions and it always makes me feel better. Look at all you having good cries. So proud of you. Don't suppress those cries. Someone said, I love it either because I'm sad or I'm happy. I just love to express my feelings. And that is what crying is. It's just expressing your feelings. It's normal. It's necessary. And it should not be frowned upon. Someone said it's relieving. Someone said, I love it. it. It's a great way to release emotions and it always makes me feel better. Um, 
I think I read that one already. Okay. The next question, we're running out of time, so I'm kind of going to speed through these next ones. Someone said, okay, wait. The next question is, how do you process your emotions? Someone said, I'm still learning how to do this. And that's okay, as you should, okay? Everyone is on their own path. Everyone is on their own journey. Everyone expresses their emotions differently. And crying is one of those ways. And I think it's super healthy and great. And I really hope that you figure out how to do this and learn how to do this because once you find, you know, a good solid way that you can express and process your emotions, like it's a game changer. You will be so much better off in life. For me, I found that journaling is how I process my emotions and it is so healing. I love it. Someone said, I talk through my emotions with them, uh, with someone close to me. I think this is good. I think it's also... Um, important to be careful with who you are processing your emotions with. Um, maybe this is just me <laughs> um, projecting my uh, trust issues, but I think that if you're going to tell someone your emotions and process those with them, you need to make sure you absolutely trust them and you are close to them. Otherwise, they will stab you in the back. Sad but true. Someone said journaling and crying and talking to others, period. That's exactly all the last responses summed up. Someone says, lots of screaming in my car on work breaks and lots of weed. Personally, personally, I scream in my car daily. And weed is also a great thing. Legalize it. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't smoke weed. But others do. And... I want others to be happy and do what they want. So go off, I guess. Next person said, I talk about what I feel and I cry and I think about it and what I can do. What can I do something about my problem? Okay, that sentence did not grammatically make sense. Next person said, I play the guitar and I skate and I meditate and repeat. I think that's great. Music is so healing. Music is how I cope. Um, So I think that's great. Someone said, by distracting themselves or talking to a trusted person. Someone said, crying or talking to someone. Someone said, sometimes I repress them, but sometimes I just sit with them and accept what I'm feeling is okay. And that, my friends, is called radical acceptance. When you have a sucky situation and you just learn to accept it. That's called radical acceptance. It's a DBT skill. Um... Okay, Mel, being so mentally healthily woke. Um, okay, you guys, there's so many more responses. Like, there's so many. Um, but we are running out of time. So I'm not going to share any more responses. Um, I'll probably just share the rest in my next episode. Um, just to, you know, just so I can get all of them shared. Because I I hate skipping over responses. I think everyone's response should be shared because I think that's fair. Um, Anyways, the way I end my podcast episode is I share a poem with you guys. So this poem I wrote a few weeks ago, it is called Mel. And here it is. I'm healing. I can feel it. Yes, I'm bruised, but they can't see it. It's a process. I'll do my best. Put in the work. Clean up the mess. It takes time, I know this well, a new identity, we'll call her Mel. 
Simple words on paper mean more to me now. I see the good within, and I don't have to wonder how. Freedom is in reach. Feelings are strongly felt. I'm getting stronger every day, and it's all because I fell. That is my poem. Um, I think it's important to remember that when we do fall, when we do have our crying spells, it may be us falling, but I don't think that's a bad thing because we can always get back up and we can become stronger because of it. Period. Sorry, that's my new thing. I say period after literally everything I say. Um, but that's the poem for this week. And that is the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so happy to be podcasting again. I can't wait to get back at it and keep releasing episodes. Um, Remember to follow me on my Instagram so that you guys can contribute to the responses. It is wheelieglad on Instagram, W-H-E-E-L-E-Y-G-L-A-D, wheelieglad. I will be posting... Uh, my next episode hopefully next week and get some more responses um and I will also be doing a poll on like what kind of topics you guys want to hear I think today's topic was awesome I love talking about crying I think it's an awesome thing thank you guys for participating and I hope you guys all have an amazing week love you guys bye